from the ASAP Podcast Studio in Cincinnati, Ohio. This is the Athletic Strength and Power Podcast. Today's podcast was recorded at the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. That's at the Ohio State University in the Buckeyes' massive strength training complex. Today's guest is Ohio State's Assistant Director of Strength and Conditioning for Football, Quinn Barham, who's done some high school strength coaching as well as some stops at UNC, North Carolina, as well as North Carolina State. He also had a distinguished football career at Penn State University with the Nittany Lions, where he starred as an all-Big Ten football player. Today's podcast is brought to you by TeamBuilder, the online strength and conditioning software for coaches and athletes at TeamBuilder.com, Spec Athletic Sports Flooring. Their Regapole floors are the best. You can check them out online at SpecAthletic.com and by the Bill Jacobs Power Company, where they can help you build your facility from the ground up. Check it out, CoachBillJacobs.com. This is Ed Sicali with Athletic Strength and Power Podcasts. I'd like to welcome Quinn to the show. Hey, I want to thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here with you. It's, it's definitely it means a lot. I'm a big follower of, of the website, the podcast, of, of everything that you do. So I want to say thank you again, and thanks for being here with us. Well, I really appreciate being able to, to get in here back again. You know, I missed uh, missed those COVID, couple of COVID years. Uh, I was locked out, locked down, and all kinds of stuff. And I know you guys were going through some, some misery with it all yourselves. But uh, here we are. We're back. And the Buckeyes are in training. Before you guys hit the weights today, you guys were out on, the, on your field, on your indoor. Can you tell me all the thought process? There was a lot going on out there. What went in? So well, this time of year is, is summer workouts and summer training. We're now in uh, week two. Week two. So we want to make sure we, we have a lot of goals we want to reach as far as training is concerned. And one of them is improving overall team speed. We want to improve that max velocity, improve our acceleration, so we can just get to the get to the ball quicker. Maybe get to get to our, our defender faster, or get to wherever we need to get to. Get there with relentless effort, um, and get there in the shortest and quickest time possible. So what you saw out there, start off with a dynamic warm up, which is every day, but that's more of our speed warm up. So it's mm-hmm. more speed based, more 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 speed oriented drills. I'm just teaching guys how to attack the ground, more plyometric things, elastic things. Uh, just really just to build those abilities. Uh, it's only week two, so we're trying to introduce a lot, but our guys are catching on quickly. And so once the dynamic warm-up was over, a lot of mobility things, some, some different hurdles, glute activation, and then after that, it was time to run. It was time to run. And so we, we, we pulled some sled, saw some sled marching, um, and then eventually some sprinting uh, with the partner resisted, and then just going out of our two-point loaded stance, five-yard bursts, 10-yard bursts, tall lean falls, and then sprints out of our, our 40-yard dash stance. And I'll tell you what, it was, it was intense. It looked like, and you and Coach Mick, you guys are looking at every little last detail to make it all happen. Absolutely. Everything matters. And so we're really focusing on being intentional as coaches and seeing every detail because every player has something they want to get better at, whether, whether it's shin angles coming out of their stance, whether it's staying low, and, and, and improving their leverage. And so we want to make sure we get eyes on every single player, every single rep as best that we can, and find whatever those things that need to be improved on and hit them and, and just, just hammer down on them so the athlete understands what needs to be improved and how to improve them. What are you looking for on that sled run that you guys do? Yeah, so we're, we're looking for a, a forward body lean. And so we're not too particular as far as the angle 
but somewhere between maybe 45 and maybe 65 or 70 degrees uh, as far as the body lean. Uh-huh. Want to be very tall in the posture from the ear, through the shoulder, through the hip, knee and the ankle, full extension. And then also we want to make sure we're attacking the ground. We tell our guys, attack the ground, down and back, down and back, teaching them how uh, not to reach when they run, but to push when they run. We want big arm actions, um, swinging from the shoulder, face, cheek, butt, cheek, as far as landmarks with their hands. That's what our guys tend to understand what resonates with them um, and, and maintain that posture as they're running. And so we want to put them in positions starting with one, a three-bucket pose, which is what we're doing, just standing there holding it, mm-hmm. holding that position. And in that position, you're, you're extended on the down leg and you're flexed uh, in the front leg. So you should be able to, we tell our guys, you should be able to hold a bucket of water on top of your head, on top of your knee, and on top of your foot. And so if you look at that position, if you lean that athlete in a 45, 60 degree angle, that's the exact position they would be in when they're sprinting. Um, and then even in that upright position, once our skill guys or even some of our faster guys get into those longer distances, mm-hmm. when they hit those max velocities, those are the, that's the same posture that you want them to be in. So that's what we want to look at, and those are the details we're trying to coach up. One thing that was cool that I saw was uh, you guys will stand on the line and then almost kind of fall forward and then accelerate forward. What's, what's the science behind that? Yeah, logic? we call that a, a tall lean fall. And so we're just practicing bursting out of different start positions. And so with the tall lean fall, the athlete is rising on their toes, falling into that body lean posture that we just practiced, and then lifting one leg in preparation to attack the ground down and back underneath the hip to push themselves forward. And so we try to teach them to do that off of each leg. Because some athletes may be stronger on one leg than the other. So if you're strong on your left, then let's work on the right. So we make sure we do maybe one to two, maybe three reps each leg to teach them how to push, how to accelerate out of that forward lean and attacking that ground down and back. We also saw you're like freeze framing with your leg, one leg up. It's like a 90 degree with your chest and everything. As far, and then you hold that for so many seconds. Is that what? Yeah, and, and that's the three bucket pose. And oh, we, we learned that, yep, three bucket pose. And we learned that from Dr. Ken Clark. Um, we, we, we spoke with him uh, in 2021, just trying to get better. We, we, we'll learn from anyone and everyone. And he was a guy who, who spoke to our staff for almost two hours. And, and this was one of the things we picked up from him. And so three-bucket pose, you're starting tall, chest up, shoulders back, tight stomach, arms are bent, ready to swing like you're running. And one leg is straight down. And then the other leg, the, the hip is flexed to a point where there's a 90-degree angle at the hip, 90-degree angle at the foot also. So we want the eyes straight ahead, nice and tall, and just simply holding that position. So we're trying to give the athletes tools to use. And once we train it over and over again, we hope it becomes, that yeah. it becomes natural and becomes second nature to them when they have to really sprint and have to run once it's football time. That workout out on the field looked like it took around 35 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you rotate right on in. They, you know, get your weight room shoes on, switch out, and then it's, it's showtime in the weight room. You guys change day to day and everything, but ha- what happened today in this weight room? Uh, yeah, well, we only get so much time from the NCAA, so we want to make sure we abide by those rules and get the most 
get the most benefit out of the time that we have. And so we have about an hour and a half, two hour training block. So the first 35, 45 minutes we'll be on the field sprinting, running, wherever the objective is for the day. And then right after, I mean, literally minutes later, we're changing our shoes and coming in to lift. And so our weight room is directly connected on the other side of the wall of our indoor field. So our guys will change their, change their shoes, come in, Coach Mick will talk to them, give them a brief message, and then it's time to work. And so each athlete is with a certain coach, maybe maybe five to ten athletes with a coach, and then we're going through the workout. Today was lower body. We start out with some activation, just some, some bending and moving uh, with a wooden stick dowel, uh, lunging, and then glute activation things, frog lifts, hip lifts. Um, and then we went into our clean pools um, on, on the platform, Super seven, some landings and some drop squats, teaching the body yeah. how to decelerate, absorb that force. Um, and then it went to squatting. Our big guys, they barbell back squatted. Um, and then our skill players, they safety squat bar split squatted. And so we want to be as specific as we can, but also get as much buy-in as we can. And so the safety squat bar split squat, our, our skill guys love it. They understand how it translates to the sport. And so... It works. We're going to keep using it. Um, and like that back squat for, the, for our alignment and big skill, great exercise. We're going to progress that as the weeks go on. When you're an athlete, when, when one athlete, football player, is in the rack, he's got his spotter, he's got his, his teammate working with him. If there's several dudes to a rack, there's always somebody doing something. You've got, you know, you're, you're doing your hip stuff, and you're doing a lot of hip rotational kind of stuff. Can you tell us about the thought process that goes into all that hip work. Yeah, so so the, the, the hip, mo the power is generated from the hip. Any type of movement, power generates from the hip. So we want to make sure not only that we're strong at, in that area, but we're also mobile and stable in that area. And so we build mobility exercises into our squatting, into our main lower body movement for that day. Um, not only does it keep the athletes moving, but it also is purposeful work during that rest time. So one guy's spotting, one guy's lifting, and then another guy's probably doing some type of hip mobility. Yeah. You keep that rotation. It's like a factory here. We're rolling. And um, that's what we try to achieve with that. Yeah, like, like you said, you're maximizing your time. You, you know, you got NCAA rules that limit the time that you can do it. There's always, there's, I did not see anybody like standing around waiting oh, no. and oh, doing no. like that. No, you've got to be, there's something going all the time. Always, always. There's um, always something. I, don't, I forget what you called your where, where they're jumping off that little stand and then landing, and you have different things that you do off that uh, that little platform that you have. Yeah. So part of our plyometric progression is teaching the athlete how to land. You got to learn how to how to control and and stop before you can go. And so we we wanted to have them step on a roughly a 24 inch box step down and simply land in a football or athletic position. Knees bent, hips bent, ankles bent, chest up, ready to move from that position. And so we want them to land softly, land quietly, stable, and under control. And so we, we, we supersetted our clean pulls with that and also what was called a drop squat. And the drop squat, your feet started almost a vertical jump stance, mm -hmm. and then you immediately drop into a squat position with the feet wider, um, in that same squat football athletic position and hold that for maybe one to two seconds. Is the band involved with that now and then? Yes, a band is around the knees. And we have the band there to trigger the athlete to activate their glutes. We don't want that band to pull their knees inward. We want them to push against that band. 
So when they drop into that squat, they're pushing out against that band, activating the glutes in that position. We're activating the muscles that we want and also in the movement that we want. Coach, there's no question about the passion that you have for what you're doing. Uh, you're working with young people here, young men that are, and uh, you're, you're molding lives, you're, you're changing lives, and you're working with dudes, and you're developing football, football players, championship level. Can you tell us a little bit about how you got into this type of, type of occupation? It's, uh, you love it. I, I love it. I love it. I, I love the profession. I love the people. I love the athletes. And I, I love what sports can do for a young person, as well as an as a, as a older uh, person. But I got into this field roughly 10 years ago, watching your, your, your videos, listening to your podcast, oh, thank um, you, man. and just admiring coaches like Coach Mickey Marotti oh, yeah. and those guys. And so I knew that I wanted to still be in the locker room, still be around the guys, but also instill life lessons, train the body, but also train the mind, and also make sure they leave better young people than they came in. And so when they're here for three to five years, we got to maximize them. And so there should be a difference by the time we saw them on, on a recruiting visit to the time they are walking through these hallways for pro day. And so those things and seeing that progress, whether just a progression from week to week on a squat or a kid that, that went from benching 95 pounds to 135 pounds after some weeks of training, yeah. that's what warms my heart and keeps me going every single day. And so to, to, to instill that knowledge and to instill that type of work ethic, that, that is the, the, the pinnacle for me as far as this profession. Awesome. Another question for you is uh, for the morning life of a player coming in, let's say it was in the first group, let's say it was with uh, C.J. Stroud and those guys. They came in uh, – this morning, what's it like for them? What what's their routine before they have to meet with you guys? Yeah, so we we, we mandate that our guys get here at least thirty minutes before training time starts, and we ask them to be in the weight room at least ten minutes before training time starts. So if you're a wise player, you're coming in at least forty five minutes to an hour to the building. From there, meals and checking in with our nutritionists and sports dietitian, sports dietetic staff, mm -hmm. you come in and get some type of meal, some type of fuel in your stomach because you can't do, you can't train how we train with nothing in there. No. So they come in roughly 45 minutes ahead of time. They eat, check in upstairs. Then if they have any treatment or rehab or prehab they do, they come see the athletic trainers. That's maybe 15 minutes. Then they come in, they see us. If that demeanor is not where it should be, if you don't have some type of energy or juice to you, go back to the locker room, throw some water on your face, and then come back because we, we, we have some work we got to do. Yeah, because you, you, you actually grade their demeanor, mm -hmm. the, their attitude, their tenacity, the way they work with their teammates and everything. That, that's all part of their development because if you come in not ready, not prepared, your body won't follow. And I believe it starts mentally. It starts with your attitude. It, 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 it starts with what you believe about yourself. It, believe, it starts with your goals for the day. Um, and if you don't have those things in line and align with what your ultimate goals are, you have a bad training day. And we can't afford to have that. We, we only have roughly 100 days before our first game. And that first one's a big one. So we can't oh, yeah. afford to, to waste any moment, waste any, any days or hours because we didn't have our mind right for training. As the summer progresses, what are some of your what are some of the goals that you set up for this squad? Yeah, um, a lot of them are culture based, and a lot of them are, are training based. Mm -hmm. um, training wise, like I said, we want to improve team speed overall. We want to improve everybody's max velocity and also their acceleration numbers um, because that's, that's the game of football. And so you, you're telling me that when you have a 330 pound lineman that 
that can fly from yeah. and get to zero to ten yards in in record time, that's like a truck hitting you. So we want we want we want our guys to to move like that. We want them to be felt when they when they hit someone. Um, and so, like I said, improving team speed, um, improving our squat. We want our guys to just get stronger. And so we tried to – Coach Mick did an awesome job explaining guys the, the importance of being powerful, not just strong, but powerful. So when you put force into the ground, you're felt, you're seen. Another thing we want to work on is leadership. We want our guys to be more vocal with their leadership. Anybody can, can lead by example. Anybody can, can say, oh, I got a great work ethic. That's cool, but when, when, those, when, when you're in those adverse moments, somebody has to speak up. And so that's a, that's a skill that needs to be developed day after day, moment after moment. So we want to put our guys in challenging moments, competitive moments, where somebody has to speak up, step up, and lead the team to where they need to go. You have some players that come in here, they're, they're rated as five stars, and four stars. Even though they're rated that high and highly recruited by all the top teams in the nation, is it, it's still a challenge for a young player to come in and, and vocalize, isn't it? It's hard. It's hard. And a lot of times, well, most of the time, you go off of what you know. Mm -hmm. Whether it's how you were raised or what you saw other coaches do or successful teammates, you follow them. And so we wanted to, to build a system to teach them how to lead how to, to build trust, how to set a standard, how to hold people to that standard, and how to motivate and inspire them to meet that standard. And so we love using Focus 3's techniques. Uh, Tim Kite, uh -huh. who's, who's done an awesome job with our program, we, we use those techniques a lot, teaching guys how to earn trust through experiencing your character, people experiencing your competence daily, and people experiencing your connection by spending time with them. So we're trying to use that within this team and also as, a, as coaches to build that relationship because the stronger we are together, uh, the stronger we are individually, the stronger we are together. And, and I, I believe that when this team here is operating at maximum capacity, coaches, players, staff included, we can do, we can make, we can do a lot of damage in college football. Well, Coach, uh, I'll tell you what, you guys are not leaving any stone unturned in here. You guys are fine-tooth combing everything that you do, and it's a credit to Coach Mick, it's a credit to you and, and the rest of the staff. you got Nico Palazzetti, you got Zach Higgins, and you got Kenny Parker. The staff that Coach has put together is, have a lot of experience in this and, and experience playing the game, too. We, we have some dogs on staff. And, and Coach Mick is a legend in his own right. He was a guy I looked up to and, and watched coming up. Um, and so to be able to, to work with him every day, and this is going on my seventh season now. I get better every single day just watching him and just learning from him. And then having kudos to him for having the right people in that room. Yeah. Kenny Parker, who's been a head strength oh, coach Kenny before. Kenny Parker, yes. He's, he's won multiple championships. Nico Palazzetti, so much experience, great teacher, uh, great motivator. And then Zach Higgins who's just a great all-around dude, just a great person. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, in that room with us as assistants, we work well together, we mesh well, we push each other, we all want to be head strength coaches one day. And so when you have that kind of fire and that competitive desire in the room, it only, not only does it make each other better, but we try to push Coach Mick. He challenges us, we try to push him by just going hard every single day. So I think that's a kudos to the leadership. Um, he's one of the most consistent people I've ever seen in my life. And, I admire him every single day. So I, I think our staff is by far, by far the best I've ever seen.
Coach Quinn Barham, appreciate you taking some time out of your day. you spending some time and telling us about this Ohio State Buckeye football program and, and how you guys train, and there's, there's a lot to it. You're not just going to watch a video or two and listen to a podcast and know it. The great thing is that, that you guys are willing to share your knowledge, and I know you've, you've spoken in several clinics talking about what you guys do. And Coach, just want to really extend a big thank you to you and wish you continued success here at Ohio State. Yeah, we thank you. We thank you. Like I said, I've watched you for years, man, and I'm finally glad that you're able to come back, come back and, and spend some time with us and see what we got going on. I'm really excited about this team. I'm really excited about our staff. Um, I think 2022 is going to be a great year for us. And so, like I said, it's only week two in summer training. We got a long way to go, but I'm excited at, at where we're headed. So thank you again. Once again, from Ohio State University's Buckeye Football Training Center, Coach Quinn Barham. And he's joined us today for another ASAP podcast. Also, look for this podcast in the video form, and you'll see a lot of the things that we've been speaking about today.